This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Under three to go in the first half. Lawrence keeps. Kirk. Touchdown. Jaguars. Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you. On a Thursday as we get set for Super Wild Card Weekend across the NFL. The call there, Joe Buck, last Saturday night. It was weird, by the way, having Buck and Aikman at a Titans-Jaguars game. We're just so used to them doing the NFC for all those years. And when they did an AFC game, it usually wasn't one of those teams. But they were there. It was a big one. Jaguars win. They closed the division. And now they host a playoff game. And we are sitting at two right now. Chargers, a two-point favorite in Jacksonville Saturday night. 47.5 on the total. This is a fun one. Um, I mean, two teams here that were playing better football now than they were six weeks ago. Two young quarterbacks a lot of people believe in. I like Herbert a lot more than I like Lawrence, but they're they're both promising young players in their first playoff games. Uh, the coaches, I think, are interesting because, guys, I think there could be high variance in this. Doug and Staley are aggressive. Now, maybe Staley dialed it back compared to his first year, <laughs> but they're still – either of these guys could go for three fourth downs, right, and, and the game could just change on those decisions at any point. Uh, my lean is the Chargers. I've, I've, thought, I've thought it all week. I'm probably going to bet on them. But let's dive through this one, uh, the side, the total, and then we'll get to some props here. Are we all on the Chargers? Let's start there. Are we all feeling the Chargers are going to win this game? Okay, to win, just to clarify. Okay. To win. To win? I am. Yeah, I think the Chargers win. Yeah, I think they win. What do you think, Eric? Paul's not here, so we can be honest. I love, you don't have to worry about his feelings. Tonight. I love the Chargers in this spot. I think it's a better matchup for them. I'm not comfortable with the cover, though. Doesn't it feel like it's going to be a last-second victory? It's going to be a two, two, three, or four-point win? Usually when the spread is under a field goal, you, just, you, you don't really worry that much. But th- this <laughs> has that feel. I know. The co- these aggressive coaches like you just mentioned. Um, on the Jaguars run, now they've been incredible of late. Trevor Lawrence, we, we felt that there was a lot uh, to be desired with his performance last weekend. But, hey, they win the division. They did good enough, and he's going to be at home in this one. Last seven games, 14 total touchdowns, only two interceptions. He's playing his best ball, but is it good enough to, to win a playoff game? That's a big question. Both these guys, their first playoff start. Now, this run that the Jaguars have been on, part of the reason that we like Jaguars futures and a while back is, you know, when they were in that buy at week 11 that we thought there was some sort of a path is we were looking at the schedule. We hated the Titans and the way they were winning games. We didn't think that was sustainable. It was not. This run of a victory over Tennessee, 
without the starting quarterback. Houston, Jets, they did take out the Cowboys. That was in overtime. The other Tennessee game, they got their butts kicked by the Lions, and they survived against the Ravens. All that happened since the bye week. Is that an impressive run, especially the last four or five weeks? Or is it just, hey, they did what they had to do. They won games, and they win the division. Now they're in the playoffs. I think it's impressive in the context of where they were before that, right? They, they, they figured it out. But, yeah, I'm, I'm not overwhelmed with the Jaguars. I actually disagree with a lot of what we've heard this week. that they're the, And our guest, Ian McMillan, said it. I don't see them as last year's Bengals. Because I don't think Lawrence is playing at the level Burrow was when the playoffs started last year. I mean, we forget now. Like, the Burrow thing didn't start like like that. Like, we were talking about him in the MVP race at the end of last season. Like, is he kind of mm-hmm. in this thing? We're not really saying that about Burrow. I mean, excuse me, Lawrence. He's played better. Right? He's, he's obviously had a nice season for a second-year quarterback. But I don't, I don't see that. I think there's still holes on this, um, this Jaguars team. I don't see – they're not buttoned up, right? Even last week. I mean, people forget – I think everyone's forgotten how close that game was. Joe, you were on the, the Titans plus the six or six and a half, whatever it was. I mean, the Titans outgained them by 90 yards last week. The Josh Dobbs Titans outgained the Jaguars by 90 yards last week. That wasn't exactly an impressive win. It was a cool win for them, but I wasn't like, wow, look at the Jaguars. I didn't feel that way. Since that Ravens game, look at the quarterbacks they faced. Right? Was it Tennessee backups for both games? Or was, no, was Tannehill out there? It was Tannehill the first one. Ta- okay. Tannehill in that first one. But we know what they ended up. They, they faced Dobbs that people are way too high on uh, this past week. I mean, it's just been backups across the board. And then, oh, the, t- the tough matchup. It was Dak, a guy that l- led the league in interceptions this year, who's been terrible. So they, they haven't faced a lot of great quarterbacks. Uh, my point there being that let's not go too far on how much the defense has improved throughout the season. That there's been some help on the other side because remember that was the big story. Can you just stop being bottom three, bottom five in the league, and then maybe they can get get things figured out? And all of a sudden their numbers look a lot better. Oh yeah, of course it's against teams that had very poor quarterback play. So I think that's part of it. And and Herbert is going to be one of the best quarterbacks that they have faced in a while. Yeah, and then the Jags' offense is just not good at running the football. They rank 20th uh, DVOA. Um, I think the Chargers have the secondary to also match up very well with some of the Jags' receivers. I mean, they've got a lot of weapons. So I just think, unfortunately for the Jags, this I think the Chargers are just the better team in this situation. Even though the Chargers rank total DVOA 18 and Jags are 13, I think in this specific matchup, that's, the Chargers are better. Yeah, yeah I mean, 18-13, that's the same tier. Yeah, Still, yeah I yeah. would say so. Um, net yards per play, Ian, that, that's his favorite stat. And, you know, it makes sense. A lot of betters take a look at that, taking in the offensive and defensive yards per play. Jaguars are top 10. The Chargers are bottom six. Any concern there? I wonder what the Jaguars Chargers are eight. the last five or six weeks, right? Because okay. the Chargers from in mid-October, the Chargers now, there's just different players, right? Herbert is healthy. Bosa's back. Uh, Allen and Williams. Now we, we don't, where are we with Mike Williams? Yeah, they obviously dodged a bullet, but we don't know exactly. Do they? Back 
Well, he's, he didn't practice know, he's not, again. Right. I mean, he's not like broken. He's just has back spasms. Like, so he could. Yeah. Will he be as effective if he was a hundred percent? I mean, I don't Probably know not. if it's really going to mean a whole lot, even if he does play. I'm, I don't know. When you're messing with the back, I mean, that's, you can't be effective. That affects everything. If, I agree. Yeah. Running, catching. I, I. Yeah. And now we're down to two days away. So if it's still bugging him, if he's not out there today, I'm curious. We're, so we're going to get the designation today on the injury report. They're probably going to say he's questionable. Yeah, that's what I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be questionable and a game time decision. Um, Does he change your handicap if he's not available? Does he change your stance that the Chargers are going to win? It makes me less – I feel like there's less of a chance they pull away without him. Isn't he, he's the big play guy. He's the guy in the red zone. He's yeah. – He's the guy that makes 40-yard catches down the field. I don't have that. It changes the way the game probably goes. Sure. I still think they'll win. Well, but. yeah, and the Jaguars' struggles defensively uh, are against the past. So a lot of this is going to be on Herbert. If Herbert's on his game, I don't see how the Jaguars can hang. I don't. Not with that yeah. pass defense that they have there. Is Trevor Lawrence going to go uh, throw for throw with him? I don't expect that to be the case. I mean, that's the big issue. And, and the, uh, the issue for the Chargers is going to be stopping the run. Even though it is ETN and he's not a volume guy, you've got to change your approach. And Doug's smart. He knows that. He knows that's how you attack this Chargers defense, and I expect him to do that. So that's going to be interesting. The, the matchup of the Chargers, uh, to move the ball, they've got to pass it on this Jaguars team to a high level of success. And then the Jaguars know that they have to go into it running the football a little bit and it's probably pretty smart to keep Herbert on the sideline for a little bit more of the time so that's going to be interesting there are a couple of clear-cut matchups where offensively you you should know what these teams are going to be do, what what they're going to be angling for at least would you guys consider Trevor Lawrence interception at minus 110 yes I would that's a good number um, especially if they're down He's trying to force something, and you got that Charger secondary. Mm -hmm. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Could, could we see both of them throw picks in this game? Okay. This is going to be a turnover okay. game. A couple of uh, quarterbacks at their first playoff. Uh, we mentioned yesterday when we were going over the passing, rushing, and receiving leader, we ended up landing on a couple of chargers here. Because if you win this game, we think that they can make some sort of a run, that they could hang with the Chiefs. And if that's the case, if you can, let's say you make that into a coin flip late and you, and you survive at Arrowhead, then all of a sudden... If you're playing now a few games, 
Herbert's going to be in the mix for passing leader. And we talked about Eckler for receiving leader. Yeah, I like the Eckler props too for this week. And it started off, um, mm-hmm. Jaguars not great against backs out of the backfield receiving. I mean, there's different ways you can go. But I, I think they're both good numbers. So Eckler's rushing prop is 51 and a half. I think he probably clears that number. And his rushing and receiving prop is 92 and a half. If you look at Eckler over the past six games, averaging about 98 total yards per game. So he's clearing this number. I mean, he's been very productive. I mean, I, I could bet either. I, I, I like either one, 51 and a half on the ground or 92 and a half overall. Those are fun yeah. ones. I like those. Should we go? <laughs> I, I haven't seen them listed yet. Okay, actually, we do have them. Would you go under on kicking points for both kickers? Given the how these coaches, yes, yes. What are the point total mm. for the kickers? So I see Riley Patterson is listed, and he's at six and a half. What about Dicker the kicker? He's not listed yet. <laughs> from what I see, not I up there yet. I need a shirt yet. that says that. <laughs> He's had a wild season. So Cameron Dicker, uh, remember when the Eagles played the Cardinals? He was their kicker for one week because Jake Elliott got hurt. He kicked the game-winning kick, then they cut him right. because their kicker came back, and then he's made a, I think he's made one or two game-winning kicks for the Chargers. Like, he's been on two teams and made a bunch of game-winning kicks. Well, the last name like Dicker, you better be doing that. I mean, he's Dicker the kicker. <laughs> oh, I love it. And there's a six and a half out there for Cameron Dicker. Uh, Okay. I'm surprised. I thought those would be lower. Uh, the lowest number I've see, I see on all the kickers is Jason Myers at five and a half. And six and a half, seven and a half, that's the norm. Uh, maybe one point less than most. Most are at seven and a half. Like Robbie Gold for San Francisco is at seven and a half. Bass, Cano, Joseph, McPherson. What happened to McPherson? Like, he was such a big part of that Bengals yeah. run. It was, was kind of ridiculous. He was. Yeah, and he made. I mean, what was it, the bank, the uh, Titan game? He made all those field goals when they when they beat the Titans yeah. last year in the in the divisional round. Yeah. What do we think on the total? What kind of game are we looking at here? You mentioned turnover show, which could be mean lower scoring or could mean you know, short fields for the team that takes the ball away. We're sitting at forty-seven and a half. Yeah, what a coincidence! In week three, when these teams played, we got forty-eight points with a thirty-eight mm-hmm. to ten. Uh, win on the Jacksonville side when the big edge was it, it was turnovers. Really, the yardage looking at the box score, um, not as big of a gap as you would expect when you see a score thirty-eight to ten. The Chargers had uh, two two turnovers in that game. Jacksonville zero, and then there were two fourth down failed conversions. Um, so you could obviously look at it and say that there were there were four to- turnovers in that game. Right. Uh, it's, Total, not something that really jumps out to me. If I'm doing anything here, when I see an elevated number like 47.5, like the Minnesota Vikings and New York Giants game, 48.5, I'm, I'm just looking under or I'm not really all that interested. Yeah, I'm not interested in the total in this one. Yeah, I mean, this feels, Joe, you mentioned earlier, uh, a tight game, one by one or two points. Like, And with these coaches, I could see a weird score, you know, like 22-20, right? 21, 23, 
22. Like, that wouldn't surprise me, that kind of game. I do yeah. like the Chargers. I like Eckler. Uh, I'm, I guess we have to wait on Keenan Allen kind of props, right? Because Allen will be affected by Williams. If Williams doesn't play, the Keenan Allen numbers will be different. The game script, right, where they're going with the football could be different. I also think with these teams, you could see some weird anytime touchdown scores. I, I notice over the year, Herbert, Herbert throws to everybody, right? His tight ends, he throws to Josh Palmer. If you wanted to have a fun with a, a parlay on this game, I would take a shot on some 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 weird name for some any time touchdowns in this game. I could see that Everett, I see plus two seventy five. Uh, Trevor Lawrence rushing one in would not surprise me. You can get that one mm-hmm. at three to one. And what like uh, Joshua Kelly? Are you talking about like Parham, like guys like that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've seen, I feel like I've watched Chargers games all year. DeAndre Carter, like he he'll throw to anybody, whoever's on the yes. field. I don't think he. Doesn't ever really he in between the twenties he focuses on the three big guys Williams Eckler Allen but at the, inside the red zone he'll throw at anybody so uh, mm-hmm. I think there's an opportunity there to jump on at any time touchdown score Joe Ojo G and Hawksford it's back QL Deli on the other side let's talk about these NFC games Giants Vikings Bucks Cowboys next on the Beck QL Network.